Hello and welcome to the weekly recap. Uh, my name is Alex. I'm here with my um, brother and co-host Nick. Uh, we are here for another week, <laughs> and they said we couldn't do it. They said it wasn't going to happen, but we are here to prove them wrong. Isn't that right? Damn straight. Let's do it. Let's get at it. Let's talk Let's about Let's talk about beer. Beer and Pittsburgh and all of the things that make us um, not want to kill ourselves. Guys, guys, we did not plan that. Alex and I actually just synced up perfectly. So, Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, things are happening still. Um in the world, which is just crazy. I'm surprised the world just hasn't like shut down. Um, but yeah, we're still, uh, we're still here. We're still talking beer. We're still drinking beer. We're still enjoying it. We're still trying to get through this nightmare of a world that we live in. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I know Nick's been drinking all day. I have also been drinking all day. So another lovely episode where both of us are, a bit intoxicated yes. and trying to muddle through an hour worth of content. No, no, no. This is going to be a fun hour. This is going to be like the, the, I wish it could, but I'm like tired as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sleepy. I, I feel like I, I really wanted to have a podcast this past week and we didn't. So yeah, we didn't. We need yeah, to, is, it's been a minute. But, we need to, we need to catch okay. up. We need to, we, we need to be excited. Yeah. We need to be ramped up because it's been a week and we haven't done one and now I'm ready. I am so ready to talk about everything that went on. I'm so psyched because Dancing Gnome opened their garden and Alex went to a new brewery and there's so much shit that's going there's on in so Pittsburgh. Much, We're so, so excited about stuff. it. There's so much new stuff. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. yeah like everything is just happening right now. And it's crazy because this is the opposite of the time where you think that exciting stuff is going to go on. But Alex, let's uh let's start with the most recent development in your yeah, life. Yeah, we can move backwards. And yeah, then we'll, so we'll kind of we'll kind of revamp what what went on. So you stopped at the brewery in Glenshaw, right? Yes. Glenshaw PA, right? Glenshaw. The- Gorgeous, beautiful beautiful scenic Glenshaw, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I went to um it's called Acrospire. Uh, we've talked about it before, um, but neither of us had been there. Or as Jake have, would call it, just the tip. Have you? Yeah, it's just the tip. Hashtag just the tip. Um, <laughs> you haven't had anything from them. No, no. I, just, I heard about them yeah. and I talked about them in we a did, previous yeah, podcast. That was, uh, we covered that in our um, like new Pittsburgh breweries to look out for, I believe, last fall fall or maybe it was early this year i time isn't real yeah right time is a construct um, so and it really is um <laughs> yeah so we have been talking about it and i was on my way home after visiting with our parents and i was like hmm i wonder if they're open so i like pulled over and like pulled up and I, it, it was saturday so i was like they they must be open so right Pulled over, looked up like what they were doing. I know that I know that they had cans. Like I've seen their cans from other people that we know in the Instagram sphere or whatever. 
So I knew that they were canning, which is a which is a big deal for a brewery that's as new as they are. Right. Um, it's probably I'm assuming it was just a um, a result of the times that we're living in, but it's pretty shocking that they're doing cans. I I don't know how they're actually doing it. Like I know people like I know I, I'm pretty sure Couch does canning where they like pour it just like from taps. Like, I don't know if they have like an actual canning system that might, I, that might be whatever. Um, but, uh, that might not be true, but no, people, I think so, they I have mean, a, they have a, uh, like almost a crowler type system where they do like right. one at a time. Sure. Yeah. And that's, and that, I think that's what, that's what I meant to say, but yeah. So I think it's probably that if I had to assume, because they were like, do you want to try anything? And I was like, wait, why do you have things, like, tapped if you're not, like, pouring, like, pints or whatever? So it would make sense that they have some sort of, like, tap system that they're pouring out of, which, you know, for for being so new, I'm sure that's, like, much the much cheaper option. Well, but the um, thing is, so let's be real clear. So Pennsylvania requires you to have a meal if you're drinking, right? So that's something that you have to factor into even the smaller players, right? So they can do samples, I guess, without any sort of, even like a, you don't need a liquor license for that. I don't think, I think you can just do samples, but sure. The thing is you have to purchase for offsite consumption. Right. 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 Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't know how to like the, the smaller like canning systems work anyway. So whatever they uh, they had, I think they had like eight options in cans, which is just wow. insane. Like they had, so it was weird because they they have them all like written in chalk, like on the side of the building, which I thought was funny. So I like pull in, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Like I, I didn't see anyone outside. There's like a, t- it, it's super unassuming. Like if you didn't know it was there, you would drive by it, and I have before. I'm like, where is this place? And then I finally like pulled in and they, they, there's a, so you'd like have to cross like a tiny little bridge to get to like the, the place. It's like, I don't know. There's like two other businesses that are back there that are probably like, I don't know, fucking like air, like HVAC and like some other fucking, you know, landscaping company or something. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But then there, there's like a sign on the bridge that says Acris Byron. I was like, all right, cool. So like pull up. I'm like, I don't even know where to park. I just like pull over get out and I, I start talking to the guys and they have like, they have a ton in cans. It's insane. Um, and I thought that, so <laughs> they have them all listed and they said like every line is a different beer, but I, I thought that one of them, so they would do like multiple lines in like one color. And I thought that meant like, Oh, this is like one beer. And I said like, Oh, what's the blah, 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 blah. And they were like, they were like, well, this one is this and this one. And I was like, oh, is it like separate? Because it was like confusing. And he was like, yeah, I can understand why you would say that. But anyway, so um, I ended up getting just uh, a regular IPA from them and then what they called a Belgian IPA. Um, and I liked the regular IPA was not hazy. It was like a, a more like hoppy I guess like more like a traditional IPA, like not a not a hazy, not a juicy boy. Um, that one was okay. It was all right. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't my favorite, but you know, for someone that's like just starting out, I thought that 
at least having that selection and that like, you know, um, having so many beers available to people is like a, a huge thing for me. Um, and then the Belgian IPA tasted like a Belgian, which I don't normally like, but, um, I enjoyed it. And he, he said like, there's not really anything else in the city that kind of really tastes like this. Um, and I would probably agree with him. Um, I would have to consult our resident, um, Belgian expert, Sarah, to see how she would, you know, how, how she would enjoy it. Um, but yeah, they had, um, it seemed like they had a lot of different styles. Um, the, the four packs were, you know, what you really expect to, to, to spend around, around here, like 16 to like 18, maybe like up to 20 if, um, but I think the most, I think I, I, the like double or like the Imperial, like Belgian IPA that they had, I think was 18. So, um, they were super helpful. They were like, yeah, dude, if you want to try anything, it was kind of weird. Cause like the mask thing, like I, I was like, I felt like I was being weird also. Like I was a little bit hungover and I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm like in the right mindset to be like discussing beer with someone, but they did like ask me like what I normally enjoy. So, um, yeah, I, um, I would recommend definitely going there and trying it. Um, it's, it kind of puts me in the mindset of like inner groove in terms of like quality of beer like not my favorites um but like more like kind of experimental um but, but yeah i i enjoyed it i i definitely will be going back to try other things purely i think mostly based on the fact that they have so much to offer sure so it's it it sounds to me like it's approachable as far as the styles as far as what they offer it it seems yeah. to me like they're still catching their groove, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I feel like, you know, and everyone has to deal with the, the pandemic, but they probably got um, a little bit derailed with this whole thing. I don't oh, know what sure. I, I, the, the issue is like, I would, I would have loved to like stick around and like hang out and like talk to them because they seemed like they would be willing to like talk to you and like discuss like, you know, like, how they became a brewery and, and stuff like that. But, um, obviously with all of the, you know, virus stuff, like I don't really feel comfortable, like sticking around. I just want to like get my stuff and go and just kind of like, uh, um, just give them my business and, and head out. But, um, I think they would be really interesting to talk to. Um, just cause it's like, it's such a weird location. Like I really don't know much about them, but it seems like they have like a, a decent like business, going so um i'm interested to to explore them further i will say so that sounds like it would be an interesting way to approach a new business right like they seem like the place that just got started as soon as all of this shit went down and therefore it seems like it's probably a model for like keeping up with your general like business, right? Like they're, they're not sitting there assuming that they can make a profit right away, but they're also trying to like keep it going and just survive during this whole. Yeah, I mean, they, they do seem to be adapting well, at least from the, the small interaction that I had with them. Um, I don't know what they're playing. I guess again, like I would love to know like if they have plans for like, 
a tap room down the line, if this is just going to be like a, you know, kind of like Helltown type thing where they have like a small tap room that you can go to and like grab a beer, but mostly, you know, um, like distribution kind of stuff or, or like to go order stuff like that. But um, almost like a, like a strange roots model where you can have like, where you have that like draw to a tap room, but at the same time, the most business that you're doing is pushing it out to the world type of thing. So, but they're in an area uh, that they're in an area that's untapped. Honestly, they are. They really are. Like they're the, the closest to them is probably the guys down in Sharpsburg. Yeah, so, I would say Dancing Gnome, Hitchhiker. Because um, really, it's like it's it's much farther to go all the way up Route Eight to get to Strange Roots. So, yeah, yeah, like between <laughs> between like Sharpsburg and like Gibsonia, there's really not anyone like at play, unless I'm missing like unless I'm blatantly missing someone that. No, no, you're not. That's the thing. That, that like, like, there's. There's a whole untapped market in the suburbs, right? Where yeah. it may not be as much of a draw unless you're like, you know, our father who wants sure. wants to have that craft influence in his yeah. heavy I mean, beers. Even, yeah, even with like, um, ah, fuck, what is that place called? It's right on Route 8. There's two of them. One of them like up in Gibsonia. Oh my god, I drive I drive by it every day, but I Jake doesn't like it, so I don't even like think about it. Oh, like, oh, the uh the restaurant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know the, yeah. Fucking Oh my god, what is it called? <laughs> I have to look it up. I have to look it up. Give me a hold, please. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um I um There's Yeah, like there's like there's like our bar there's like bars that are like craft beer sent like centric but they're not barrel Ju- barrel junction is the name there we go jeez i got it that took um, far too long <laughs> it did it really did i don't i literally drive by it every day um but yeah like that like they have like craft options but like there's not there's not like a, a brewery proper between I, I and even like i wouldn't even consider acrospire like a destination because you just go and like pick up beer like it's like it's not really between Sharpsburg and Gibsonia, there's there's like almost nothing other right. than bars, but you know I don't even know if that's if that's something that people should even like tap into because I can't imagine people that live around there like being super into craft beer like you know there's like Casey's there's like Jays there's like you know like these are like divey bars that the people in in Shaler will go to and order their Miller light and like be happy with it. You know? Yeah. That's the thing. They're, they're very, um, blue collar. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I is, don't mean that as a negative yeah. thing because no, no, no. honestly, yeah, like I mean, some of the, some of the best times I've had are at Casey's or Jay's oh, or man. I, I love a dive Belisario's. bar. I famously like, yeah. love dive bar. Like there's something about like being around that kind of like, it's like it's unpretentious. You don't feel judged. Like you just go and you order something that's like super standard. I I there's a special place in my heart for dive bars, and like I I don't think I like I don't I don't I hope it's I hope I don't come across as like I'm taking advantage of that like type of thing and like 
making it my own, but like, it's just, I don't know. It's just nice to be like at a, I don't know. There's something comforting to me about like a, a bar with some townies, you know? No, absolutely. And I, I think honestly sitting next to someone that you don't know and talking to them is, is high tier right now because you can't do that. Right. Like that's, we, uh, uh, we had a reservation at dancing them today. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. With uh, so it was uh, Sarah and myself, and uh, Bill and his girlfriend Melissa showed up, and it was like an out of body experience because there's so much that you miss from just sitting in a tap room, right? And the thing is, like, it's not about the experience so much as it is about the company. Right. Mm -hmm. So sitting Mm -hmm. next to the person that you don't know and, and kind of forcing that conversation where you're like, Oh, what, what beer's good here? Because I've never been here before. Or what, uh, what food do you recommend or something like that? Like that's simple, easy conversation. And it's so out of the realm of possibility right now, you know? So there's something to be said about being able to go into a place that is a smoking bar or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like a club where you walk in and you feel out of place because you're not a regular, but at the same time, these people will just welcome you into their lives. And that's something that is totally missing in this pandemic era, right? Where you're not comfortable in your own skin, right? Like there's, there's nothing about this that is okay. And you're still trying to make it normal. And so the thing is, like, sitting next to somebody who you don't know is a blessing at this point. (laughs) Like, I I, I hate to say it, but I really just miss the idea of talking to a total stranger. I know. I know. (laughs) It's like, we, like, how many times, oh my God, we're going to reminisce. Like, how many times was I, like, at Dancing Gnome? And we're just like criticizing people. We're like, I, who is this motherfucker? Like, why? Oh, like, we we talk so much shit all the time. So and, much shit. And honestly, like, I I think we were part of the reason that this whole thing happened <laughs> <laughs> because we couldn't we couldn't appreciate what we had. We we truly right. Yeah, we we're we're shitty out. people. We are. Yeah, we we fucked it up for everyone. Um. Yeah. Even like for like the longest time, I was like, I don't like talking to strangers. I want to. I want to be here by myself. I want to enjoy something by myself. But then I, I like get into a conversation with like someone's dad or like someone's, you know, like I'm bored. I'm sitting there by myself. I need someone to talk to. No one's responding to me via text. So I just like get into a conversation, like an hour long conversation with an absolute stranger. Nothing that I like something that I, w- I didn't think that I had the capability of doing. And I wish I would give anything right now to be talking to a random stranger at the bar at Dancing Gnome without a mask, without all these restrictions. It's honestly, it's, um, it is something I miss dearly and that I, um, I, I hope to do, um, at some point in the future um, right? with no, with no restrictions, no, you know, no anxiety about, uh, the state of the world and the state of uh, public health. Exactly. So um, it's uh, it is something I I dearly dearly miss. 
But um, yeah, let's well, let's get into. So it's been a couple weeks since we we did one of these podcasts. We um, wanted to talk a little bit about. So we the last one we talked a, a bit about um, our experience with the soft opening of the of the dancing gnome garden. Um, but now that we've both been there a couple times, um, now that they've been open, uh, just like give everyone a rundown of what it's what it's what it's actually like, um, and uh, see see if you have any uh, follow up comments. I suppose so. If you want to talk a little bit about our experiences thus far, yeah. So. Uh... Dancing Gnome opened up their garden, right? And it's it's not like a defined space, more so than it's a parking lot that they turned into an outdoor space, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. that's really what it is. But it's nice it's nicer than most parking lots, I will say. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So they have a lot of um amenities for providing a good experience outdoors. The problem is it's outdoors, right? So yeah, the yeah. thing is you have to really plan for the weather. You have to, you know, dress appropriately and there's not a lot of wiggle room there, right? Like if it rains, you're fucked period. That's it. Most of them, most, most of you are fucked. No. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like there's, there's not a whole lot of, covered seating that is protected from the weather. Right. And that's everywhere right now. Like this, it, it's not just at dancing gnome. It's if you go to a restaurant and you're sitting outside and it starts raining, you fucked, you know, like mm-hmm. that, that's yeah. it that you're, yeah. you're going to have to leave. I will say there's a lot of, um, a lot of space available for them to have people. But the problem is, there's not a lot of cover. So if the weather doesn't cooperate, yes, cooperate They're They're honestly just going out on a whim and saying, Hey, you know what? If you want to show up great, if not, sorry, like, but I think they're doing it the right way. uh, I think they're really controlling the crowd. I think that they're saying, Hey, you know what? We're going to tell you up front. If, this doesn't work out. You're still being charged the reservation fee, right? Like it's 10 bucks. It's not that like extravagant, but they're also putting it towards your tab. The place is nice. Honestly, like I, uh, like we went today and Mac and gold was there and I'm not a big fan of Mac and cheese personally, but their food is phenomenal. I'm going to say it's that up I've front. Had it, I've had it a couple times. Yeah, it's uh, it's not bad. They uh, they they do a good job with what they have, and I was pretty impressed. Uh, the atmosphere was great, though. Honestly, like everybody is sticking to the rules. Everybody puts their mask on when they're getting up and walking around. And, you know that at this point, that is probably the biggest thing that I can say is that just just follow the rules of the establishment, and you're going to mm-hmm. have a good time. Honestly. Yeah. So I think that Dancing Gnome is doing a very good job of explaining what they're doing and expanding on their experience because I still feel like it's 
dancing gnome when I go there. It's yeah. not like I'm 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 going to a place that's different from the the core structure of what they're trying to provide because honestly you're just going there for a couple of beers but they're forcing you to have food which is fine and I think that they're which, really like a lot of people like even I don't know even when people go there normally they're still buying food like it's not it's not out of the ordinary for people to be like getting food and also a couple four packs to go no um, no not at all. but yeah no i i think um i've been there i went to the like soft opening that we were graciously invited to and then we went um was it this week that we went on wednesday yes um yeah so we went on wednesday and it was great and blue sparrow was there and blue sparrow continues to blow my mind with how good their food is um they are uh, they are neck and neck with uh, Sandwich Society for my favorite food truck in the city. Um, honestly, it's uh, it ask me uh, every day, and I think it would be different. So, right, uh, the food trucks in Pittsburgh are truly insane, um, which leads me to uh, a an experience I had yesterday. So. Uh, so Dancing Gnome is open in the garden, and then yesterday they had a uh, a little pop up kind of kind of thing with uh, um, Baby Loves Tacos, which is a Bloomfield uh, taqueria, as it were. You mean taco place? Taqueria. Ta- sure, whatever. I don't care. I'm not Spanish. <laughs> I, I'm um, sure I botched. They that. also have a uh, they have a place in Millville. Yes, yeah, that's right. There's like a mul- there's multiple, whatever. Anyway, so they, which is it's crazy that you have like two locations and then you still do pop ups. I don't know. I don't know how that works out, but um, so there's a there's a coffee place in it's near Bakery Square. It's not like in Bakery Square proper, but like that's the closest thing I found on Google Maps to it. So I'm gonna call it Bakery Square. Uh, so it's called KLVN. It's a coffee shop. And they hosted Baby Loves Tacos and Dancing Gnome for some beer sales, some taco sales, uh, and also just, like, coffee, which is... Um, the weirdest mashup it's ever. Super weird. Yeah, super weird. <laughs> but uh, so we went. I got a brisket quesadilla, um, and my friend got some pork tacos, and then um, we got a couple beers from Dancing Gnome and just, like, sat outside and listened. They had, like, a DJ. It was, like, I just, I love the whole, like, camaraderie of all of these businesses. Um, and the fact that they just, like, it just, it honestly doesn't seem like even a, like, a business move as much as it is just, like, them wanting to, like, hang out with each other, you know? So it's just, like, all of the owners, like, getting together and, like, chilling and, like, having a couple beers. It was pretty packed. Like there was a, there was a good amount of people that showed up, which is good. So, um, I'm hoping they do it again. The tacos were, or the quesadilla I had was so fucking good. It was like, it was 10 bucks for this massive quesadilla with like some salsa and like sour cream on the side. And then the beer, we had some pounce, which is so good. Like so, so good. Every time I have it, I'm like, I don't know why I don't get, like, a case of this every time they release it. I really should do that. 
Um, but yeah, no, I, I, it's just, it feels really great that they are still having these events around the city. Um, and I'm happy to, to go and frequent these businesses. I didn't even know that KLVN was a thing. It's the cutest coffee shop ever. And I'm like, I'm just so happy. And it's literally like five minutes from my apartment. So very excited to do that again whenever they have uh, something like that because it's just a lot of fun. Just like something casual, uh, something for people just to like hang out and kind of chill. So, so yes, uh, keep an eye out for these things because I didn't even know. Like my friend sent me a screenshot of it and I was like, what is this? Like I don't even know what this is because, you know, I'm like kind of on and off Instagram. Um, I've, you know, I've been trying to keep up with the podcast, Instagram and everything. Um, but like, I don't know. It's just, apparently these things are out there. So if you, if you want to look, uh, if, if you, if you want it, I'm sure people are doing it. And I think people are even more motivated now to like make these things work and make them work safely. So very excited, uh, for all of that. I found a new taco place and I had some great dancing gnome beer, which, uh, I mean, that's, it's all I need in life, really. I mean so. that that sounds like the perfect evening, right? <laughs> like it was great. It was really great. And then I went home and made tacos. So I had a I had a quesadilla. I didn't get tacos because I knew I was making tacos last night, and I made some bomb ass tuna tacos. So uh, piggybacking off of what we said the last podcast, uh, this whole cooking thing, I don't think it's as difficult as people make it out to be. Uh, there's some really simple things that you can do to make uh, a very impressive meal, which I've come to uh, come to find out. So, um, yeah, so that's uh, that was my that was my Saturday. It was a it was a great it was a great day. It was a, a lot of fun. So awesome uh, uh, weekend. So I'm gonna roll it back to Friday and sure. talk a little bit about the shoe brew experience. Oh, right? okay. I didn't so, even know you went there. Please. I'll uh, I'll try to keep this as short as possible. But the uh, the one thing I wanted to talk about was Shubru opened a new restaurant on Wednesday. Of this I week. did okay. I knew they were doing that uh, because of some of their posts. I didn't know when it was going to actually happen. So I'm glad that you did. You go? Yes. Did you go on Friday? Yeah, we went. Okay, we went on Friday, right? And uh, so if you're not familiar with the concept, the idea is Shubru opened a Chinese restaurant in Zelianople, which is the most ridiculous thing that you can think of. Yeah. Do they even have Chinese restaurants out there? No, that's the thing. Like there's, there's nothing um, more culturally different than like a fried chicken place. Right. And so Shubru, a couple of months ago, moved across the street from where mm-hmm. they are normally, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so we, we know Shubru very well, right? They're, they're honestly some of the nicest great. people in the business. They are some really of great, the yeah. Some of the best beer that you can get in mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. area of Pittsburgh, right? So they're, they're up in Zeely, and their original spot was uh, going to be abandoned, right? So the idea is they're doing like a... Kind of like a like a pop up kitchen. Okay, sure. But what they decided to do was a Chinese restaurant, right? So they're they're calling it General Shoes, 
so on a play of General So's, right? So that's good. That's good. That's it, good. They uh, they. I think they always have fun. They're very. They're some of the and they're like they're yeah yeah. I, they, I don't they think have they, a very they don't good take like, themselves presence. too seriously, no. which is good. And that's um, that's, that's the thing. Like there's n- there's not a and also like being up there. I can't imagine like if you were like a like a top tier brewery like up there. I don't think you would work. Like you need like people to laugh. Like you need people. I don't know. It's just, it's like not as pretentious, like up in the middle of Butler, you know? Right. Like you're, you're in an area that isn't drawing the, the craft beer scene, let's say. Right. Like you're just, you're trying to get the locals to expand their horizons. Right. Right. So we went up there on Friday night and it was probably like six 30 when we got there, six o'clock, let's say. Um, and realistically, I was not expecting anything. The When I showed up, I was like, you know what? We're going to wait like an hour for food. So I'm just hoping that we can get a table. And so we mm-hmm. walk into the place. And, and you're familiar with Shubro, right? It's yes. a very tiny spot on Main Street. Mm-hmm. And the place is, I wouldn't say packed because it's a pandemic, but it was busy for what they're trying to do, right? They're trying to do takeout orders. They have maybe like six or seven tables outside. And so we walked in and I walked up to the counter and I said, Hey, you know, we're, we're trying to get a table. And the guy was like, Oh, this one over here just freed up. And it's literally like right next to the door. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, just go sit there. I will come over. I will clean the table. Just give me a couple minutes. I'm like, all right, perfect. Awesome. So we got a spot, right? And this guy is taking orders. He's answering the phone. He's making food. And he still has time to wait on us. So I was sitting there like just super impressed with the fact that this guy is managing all this. And so we, we ordered a beer to start. And he was like, I'll be right back to get your food order. Let me get your beers. And we'll get this taken care of. So he was basically the entire show for us, right? Now, there are waitresses, waiters, whatever you want to call them, um, running around the place. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to take care of you guys. It's cool. So we ordered the food. And he goes, "Uh, yeah, you know what? We're out of the General So's chicken. And I'm like, that's the whole reason for coming here, right? Like it's, it's called general shoes. And I'm like, all right, let me pivot. And I got the, uh, the general shoes, pork belly, which is the weirdest thing I've ever ordered. Listen, pork belly is amazing. Oh no, no, no. I, I'm not, I'm not negating that fact. I'm just saying that on the list of things that they have on the menu, they have chicken, they have pork belly, they have beef, they have tofu, they have literally the extreme expanses of whatever you can think of. So they do a vegan option. They do uh, literally anything that you can think of. They're, they're putting in these sauces and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? Since, since you guys are out of the chicken, let me get the pork belly. He's like, oh, perfect. All right. And so Sarah was going to order the same thing. And so she ended up ordering the uh, garlic chicken because apparently it's a different type of chicken. They still had it in stock. 
we're sitting there again. It it was six thirty when we got there. At seven o'clock, they were telling people, "Hey, we're sold out of everything." So this Damn. place, this place is literally at the top of the radar for everybody in Zeely. Like mm-hmm. they're running to this place to get food. They were going to start doing delivery on Friday night, and they had to cancel it because they ran out of food. Like yeah. that's. Honestly, how much that the community me. That place is so tiny, and that place is busy right, all but the, the time. But the community just loves them so much that they want to support whatever they're doing, and so a a concept like General Shoes is going to blow up because they're like, you know what, this shit is fucking great. I'm going to eat it all day long, and I'm going to eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And they're open at 11 a.m. So it was like. If we had thought about it, we would have probably gotten there at like four mm-hmm. and just had like an early dinner. But yeah. man, the food was phenomenal. Yeah, they it was a good absolutely one. killed everything that we ate. Like it was incredible. There was not a single thing that either of us ordered that wasn't perfect. I got a, a spring roll with uh, shrimp and. Love a, oh. love a spring roll. I love a spring roll. But I'm saying, like, everything that they make out of that kitchen is absolutely Their food is perfection. so good. It's so good. Yeah. And uh, that is that is one thing. Like, there's a, there's something to be said about, the about you know, these places. It's, it's kind of like the same thing, I think, with Lincoln Ave. Like... Their beer doesn't always like hit the mark for me spot on, but the food just takes it to this like other level. Exactly. I'm never expecting. Yes. No, I, I fully agree. It's just so good. Like in it's like, it, there's so much to be said about both the, the beer and food that you can get at some of these places. It's, it's just insane. We're, we're very lucky to have, I mean, such a great selection. Everything about these experiences is craft, though. That's that's really what you need to understand is there's not necessarily the best beer or the best food, but they're going to do something really well and they're going to wow you every time you go out there. Like there's yeah. there's yeah. nothing in this world that is better than in, enjoying a perfect meal with a somewhat okay beer or vice versa, right? Like you have the perfect beer with a somewhat okay food. Doesn't matter. The thing is these people are out there busting their ass to make this excellent experience. And realistically, the thing is you don't need the perfect everything to have a good experience, right? You can have a, a mediocre blah blah blah, or you know that like the 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 give and take there, but something about that experience is going to wake you up and say, "This is incredible." So yeah, that's yeah. that's really where where shoe brew fits in with the general shoes. Their food was incredible, and their tap list, while short, was still pretty all right. Like we had um, the red egg, which is one of the um, mm-hmm. more recent uh, yeah. pixelated IPAs, right? Sure. And mm-hmm. dank as hell, number one, but also a very rounded beer, right? Like just a just a good drinker with 
something that's going to be spicy and, you know, Chinese food is generally going to be something that you can eat a lot of, but not be overcome by, mm-hmm. right? Like you're not, you're not crushing flavors out, right? Like what, uh, one of the things that jumps to mind is uh, Mexican food, right? Mexican food is super spicy or it's uh, super flavorful or it's got molasses in it or chocolate or, you know, there's, there's a lot of flavors that are going on. Chinese food is something that's very approachable for the general public. And being able to pair that with something that's de- uh, definitive to Shubru's style, mm-hmm. like Red Egg or uh, Jungle Boot, right, was the other one that we had. Their, their beers fit having that kind of meal, right? Like you're, you're, yeah. you're trying that's- to pair the right style of beer with the right food mindset. And I think that Shubrew has enough options where they can offer something that's going to fit. Yeah. It's, um, I, it's always like kind of unexpected, the stuff that they do. Exactly. It's like, like they're good at doing experimental stuff. Um, and the fact that they decided, uh, to go with Chinese food is just, uh, I think a testament to that. Like that's like, that's the farthest thing from what they have known, have been known to do. Um, but I, I'm happy to hear that and I can't wait to try it. Yeah, definitely get out there. Honestly, it's 45 minutes from downtown Pittsburgh at most. Like we, we got there in half an hour. Um, it's, yeah, it's re- I mean, it's not, it's really not that far. No, I mean, it's, it's a it, little it's, bit past kind of a destination. You're not going to get like, you're not going to go and have like six beers and drive home. No, 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 no. Go but, up for lunch, have a couple beers, drive back. Yeah, it, it's one of those things that's it's, it, it, it's definitely a capture the experience type of thing more than just going there on a whim, right? Like if you're if you're if you're in Pittsburgh, if you're up north, it's a cool hangout. It's it's mm-hmm. a good place to sit down, have a couple of pints, you know, meet your neighbor or you know like that kind of thing. Like there's there's really a family atmosphere going in there because there's kids running around. There's, you know, outdoor areas. They, they have uh, what's cool about Zeely, And I, I've never seen this anywhere else in this whole pandemic world, right? They have tents set up in parking lots in the city mm-hmm. where you can just like buy yeah. food somewhere and go sit down at these tents. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Like it was, it was super chill and like kind of a, a BYOB vibe, right? Like if you, if you bring a four pack, they're not going to bitch about you drinking in the parking lot because there's tables there and you're, you're expected to enjoy each other's company, social distance, of course, but you're, you're expected to kind of use this public space to make something better, right? And in a time like this, that is so damn important, right? Just the idea of interacting with somebody else that is not your immediate family or somebody that lives in your household is so huge. And yeah. seeing these like little pop-ups of, you know, just a just a freaking pavilion in the middle of a parking lot at a you know, state center or whatever they, you know, like a town hall type place. It, it just, it blows my mind. 
because there were people not, I wouldn't say packed in, but there were definitely people who were adhering to the guidelines, but still enjoying each other's company. You know, that's something that really like invigorates me at this point, because honestly, I want to high five somebody. I want to shake hands. I want to hug somebody like this whole thing is so draining at this point. And every little bit of interaction that you can get, you need to really hold on to. And so I thought that was cool. We were just driving through Zealy, and I'm like, oh, there's a pop-up there. There's a pop-up there. There were a couple of parking lots that just had tents set up so you could sit down and have a picnic with your family or whatever. You know, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, that is that is really cool. Um, yeah, it sounds like we uh, we both got to experience some cool, fun things this week. Absolutely, and I'm happy. Ab- I'm happy about that. I'm happy to explore all of these things moving forward. So um, I think uh, I think that's really all I have for this week, Nick. I don't know about you, but uh, so the only other thing I will say is if you can support people who are in these positions as far as servers or um, cooks or, you know, the people that are providing you a service at this point, tip them well. That's all I can say. I I just, I feel like a lot of us are missing out on supporting each other. Like, I know that I have not been affected financially by this crisis because my company took care of me. And that's something that I really want to pass on. And I know that I'm not spending as much money because I'm not going out every night or every other, every other night or a couple nights a week or whatever it is. But realistically, if you can tip an extra couple bucks to somebody who's providing you a takeout meal or something that's, you know, picking up beers or whatever it is, honestly, just throw the extra dollar, $2, whatever. Those people appreciate it and it makes it more sustainable at this point Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. we're sitting here in the worst times of our lives and some people are just as well off as they were before and some people are struggling and if you can help out anybody it's important honestly just do it well said well said i can't thank the service people enough agree wholeheartedly there are there are places that are listening to listening to friends talk about how they're treated during all of this in roles like that is just, it's just, it's like sickening. Yeah. People will still find something to bitch about. Um, when like, you know, this shit isn't guaranteed anymore. Right. No, you can't just do whatever the fuck you want. I feel like I've been tipping a lot more than I should on certain Mm -hmm. services at this point. And I don't feel bad about that. I just, I feel like more people should be doing that because at this point, there's not a reason to hold back because everybody is going through this shit. And if I'm not hurting, then somebody else is, you know what I mean? Like I, I haven't really felt the the full capacity of this because my income has not been hurt by that, so I'm definitely passing it on to the people that it has been hurt by. And that's that's really what I'm trying to get across here is there's so many people that would bend over backwards to give me a beer that I've never had before or, or share something that they brought in from another state, county, country, whatever. And 
I know that I can support them a little bit more by tipping an extra dollar or two or 10% or whatever it is. But there's so many areas of the craft beer industry that are suffering from this. And even though you're buying the cans and you're supporting the local business, give them a couple bucks on top, honestly. Like that's, that's something that needs to happen in order for these people to keep showing up to give you your beer. Like you're, yeah, you're buying the beer and that's fine for the owner or the, the, the person that's running the place. But at the same time, the person that's standing there pulling up your order and saying, Oh, here's your beer. Yeah. They need their pay too. Again, well said. I agree with everything you just said. All right, guys. Uh, so treat, treat people with compassion. That's really all that we're trying to stress here. Um, but yeah, so uh, hopefully next week we'll bring some new adventures. I'm heading up to the beach for um, a few days. Uh, I guess the lake. It's not really a beach. I mean, I guess it technically is a beach, but life's um, a beach. Yeah, so life's a beach. Um, <laughs> we're just playing in the sand. Um, but yeah, uh, that's all I have to say, Nick. Um, always great to have you. Always great to chat. Um, no, I, I, there's, uh, nothing negative at this point. Let's, uh, let's just cheers. And it was a good week. It was a good week. That's all I have to say. All right. So, Hey, um, guys, if you enjoy any new beers or anything in Pittsburgh, that's popping up, let us know. Uh, we, no one, no one commented what their goals were for quarantine or something new that they learned last week, right. which is kind of a bummer. Cause I thought that one would be a pretty easy comment, but that's okay. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. We'll get the engagement that we need again, but it's okay. Thank you guys for listening. We are up in listens week over week, every week for the past two, two and a half months. So just want to say thank you. Again, um, anybody that wants to come on, shoot us a DM. We will get you on the podcast, whether it be FaceTime or real life. Um, we are going to try to, again, to get Marino's uh, out in Greensburg on. And Alex is going to like a an East End beer at some point. Uh, more than going one. I'm to- hoping it's more than one because I did like that one. So there's already one that I've liked. Okay, but I need them to to, to turn me again. So we'll, uh, we're, we're gonna we're teasing. We're teasing potential collapse. We're gonna we're gonna set this up. We're gonna get together and uh, raise a glass again. Everybody, cheers. Hello and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far. So why not go and follow us on social media at the weekly recap on Instagram at the weekly recap one on Twitter or email us at the weekly recap one at gmail.com. Yeah.